right, thank you. Thank you, and thank you for the tea. So we're gonna drink tea together while we chat tonight. Tomaremos <laughs> tea, cherry blossom. Cherry blossom. You can buy some over yes. there in the Vida coffee shop. Sí, Palabra de Vida Café. Okay. Tienen diferentes sabores, colores, de café y de té. Yes, wasn't that a good commercial? Okay. How's everybody doing tonight? ¿Cómo están esta noche? Good. I am so excited to share with you tonight. I, you know, it seems like when uh, whatever subject I'm given to teach is something that I need to learn more of. Estoy muy contenta de estar aquí esta noche enseñando la palabra y siempre que me invitan a hablar y enseñar, me toca un tema donde aparentemente tengo mucho de qué aprender aún. It makes me go deeper and really meditate on the word, and I love that. Y eso me lleva a profundizar más en la palabra y meditar más en ella, y me encanta. So tonight, we're going to talk about how to get a yes answer from God every time you pray. Y esta noche, vamos a estudiar cómo obtener un sí de parte de Dios cada vez que oremos. How does that sound? ¿Qué les parece? I'm good. All right. Well, we know that to, the key to answered prayer is faith, right? Sabemos que la llave para que Dios conteste nuestra oración es la fe. Is praying in faith. So we're going to be talking about faith tonight. Es que oremos en fe. Así que esta noche ese es el tema. Um, do I have, do I need to, oh, you're, oh, you did it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Everything we receive from God, we receive by it's His grace through our and our faith. Todo lo que recibimos de parte de Dios es su gracia y nuestra fe. We can't earn God's grace. No podemos merecer la gracia de Dios. We don't work for it. We don't deserve it. No podemos trabajar para obtenerla. No, no la merecemos. But everything we can receive by faith, just by believing that it's ours. Pero todo lo podemos recibir Amen. por fe al creer que ya es nuestro. So, but you might be thinking, well, why didn't that work for me? How come I'm not hearing answers? To, how come I'm not getting answers to my prayers? Y quizás te preguntes, entonces, ¿por qué mi oración como que no funciona? ¿Y por qué no veo respuesta a mi oración? So, tonight we're going to be discussing the difference between head faith and heart faith. Y esta noche vamos a estudiar la diferencia entre la fe en la mente y la fe en el corazón. So, and, and uh, um, Jean talked about this about a month ago. He talked about faith. Y el hermano Jean habló acerca de la fe hace más o menos como un mes. And my message was actually supposed to follow his right away, but I was out of town, so we had to put it off for a little bit. Entonces yo iba a seguir la próxima semana con el tema, mas sin embargo tuve que salir de viaje y se prolongó mi participación. So some of this might be review for you. Así que para algunos de ustedes este es como un repaso. And in the notes that you have, that's only kind of part of what I'm going to be talking about tonight. So don't be trying to find where I'm at, okay? Y las notas que les entregaron es solamente parte de lo que voy a estar compartiendo, así que no se preocupe por buscar su lugar en las notas. It might be easier just to take your own notes. Quizás esta noche sea más fácil que usted este, saque sus propias apuntes. Then you can take that home and study it later. Y luego okay. se lo puede llevar a casa y estudiarlo después. <coughs> so let's start off by looking at um, James 1, 5 to 7. Veamos Santiago 1, del 5 al 7. 
And it says in James uh, 1, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Dice, si alguno de ustedes carece de sabiduría, pídasela a Dios y él que... Y él se la dará, pues Dios se la da a todos. Did you just do the first first one? Okay. Uh, but then let him ask, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. En abundancia y sin, sin hacer ningún reproche, pero tiene que pedir con fe y sin dudar nada, porque el que duda es como las olas del mar. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Que el viento agita y lleva de un lado a otro. Quien sea así, no piense que recibirá del Señor cosa alguna. So this is kind of starting with the negative side. If we doubt, we're not going to receive anything. Esto nos enseña el lado, neg el lado negativo. Si dudamos, no vamos a obtener nada. So if we, if we don't have faith, if we're not believing what we're speaking, we're not going to see anything happen. Si no tenemos fe, si no estamos creyendo en lo que estamos hablando, entonces nada va a pasar. It doesn't matter if you say it really loud or you pray really long. If you're not believing what you're saying in your heart, you're not going to see it. Y no importa si lo oras en voz muy alta o lo, una oración muy larga, si no lo crees en tu corazón, no lo vas a recibir. But once we learn to stand in faith and really take God at his word, we're going to see there's no limits to what we can see God do for us. I want to show you Ephesians 3, 16 to 20. <laughs> si aprendemos a pararnos en fe y a creerle la palabra del Señor, vamos a sorprendernos y vamos a estar maravillados de todo lo que vamos a obtener de parte de Dios. Yo les quiero compartir Efesios 3, 16, 20. And I don't have the whole scripture. This is the long scripture of Paul praying for us to have revelation. <coughs> y es una versión muy larga de la oración de Pablo para que nosotros podamos obtener revelación. And sometimes I've found with this scripture, if I just take out the key phrases, it will help it to sink in better. Entonces nada más puse en negritas claves específicas para ayudarnos a entender rápidamente. So it says, and I pray this is Paul speaking, that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor. Y dice, eh, y ruego que revele a vosotros las riquezas ilimitadas de su gloria y favor. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you. Entonces, al usar constantemente tu fe, la vida de Cristo será liberada profundamente dentro de ti. And there's a lot more it says in there that goes into detail, but I want to skip down to verse 20. This is kind of the bottom line. Saltándonos al verso 20, haciendo énfasis. It says, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. Woo, we should cheer for that. <laughs> he will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Nunca dudes del poderoso poder de Dios para operar en ti y lograr todo esto. 
Él logrará infinitamente más que tu mayor petición, tu sueño más increíble y superará tu imaginación más salvaje. Él lo superará a todos porque su poder milagroso te energiza constantemente. So by constantly using your faith, you can see answers from God beyond your wildest dreams. Al estar usando tu fe constantemente, podrás ver cómo Dios responde más allá de tus sueños más salvajes. That's reason enough to really understand faith and start making your faith work in you. Esa razón debería de ser lo suficiente para activar nuestra fe y para poder ver cómo obra en nosotros. So this past week, since I was teaching on faith, I thought maybe I should practice it. <laughs> bueno, ya que yo les iba a enseñar de la fe, pensé, vale más que la ponga por obra, y esta última semana. So, uh, we have a business, and it was, and our sales were down this month because, you know, all the stuff going on in the world, and that, and, and so sales were down about three days before the end of the month, which is the end of our, our sales period. Um, it was really down. So, I was believing God that we were going to get a $4,000 in sales increase in the last three days of the month. Las las cuentas en el negocio que tenemos habían bajado mucho, la cantidad de ingreso había bajado considerablemente, pero yo le estaba creyendo a Dios que los últimos cuatro días o los últimos tres días íbamos a ver un aumento del $4,000 por fe. I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk so long. She has to have a good memory with me, doesn't she? <laughs> so anyway, so we were believing God that he was the one that supplies, that you supply the increase. We are increasing, not decreasing. And so this is what we were standing on. Today, after the business period closed, we had a $12,000 increase. That was beyond my wildest dreams. So that was God. So it was practice, so it worked. Estábamos esperando un aumento de cuatro mil y por fe, ahí estábamos sosteniéndonos firme en la palabra y creyendo que Él es la, el nuestro proveedor, que Él es la fuente de bendición. Y al cierre del mes, cerramos las cuentas con un aumento de doce mil dólares. Hallelujah. So the formula to receive everything from God, every, every promise in the Bible, Uh, that's for us today is found the formula is in Romans 10:10. Y la fórmula para que nosotros obtengamos lo que esperamos de parte de Dios se encuentra en Romanos 10:10. So it says for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Porque con el corazón se cree para alcanzar la justicia, pero con la boca se confiesa para alcanzar la salvación. And salvation there is not just salvation from sin. Salvation is the word soteria, which means healing, forgiveness, provision, uh, deliverance, and safety, and friendship. So that it's all encompassing everything that we need for our life. Y la salvación en este verso no solo indica la salvación al pecado, sino que indica sanidad, restauración, que Dios nos suple cada bendición, amistad, compañerismo, en todos los aspectos. So everything we need, we receive from God. He says he wants us to live in abundance. Y todo lo que necesitamos lo recibimos de parte de Dios, porque Él quiere que vivamos en abundancia. So we believe it in our heart that it's ours, and we speak it out of our mouth. 
Así que lo creemos en nuestro corazón, que es nuestro, y lo declaramos con nuestros labios. So it's, God has given us his grace. His grace is his supernatural power and abundance in our lives, ready for us. Dios nos ha dado su gracia. Su gracia es su poder abundante sobre nuestras vidas. Our part is to have the faith. Y nuestra parte es tener la fe. So here's my formula. Here's God's grace plus faith in your heart equals receiving God's promises. Aquí está la fórmula. La gracia de Dios más la fe en tu corazón eh, es igual a recibir las promesas de Dios. It's a partnership with God. Es que nos asociamos con Dios. Some people think that it's just God's grace that saves them, that so everybody's saved. Y mucha gente piensa que por la gracia es que Dios nos salva y que todos somos salvos. But the word says it's by grace through faith Pero that we have salvation. Pero la palabra dice que es gracia por medio de la fe que tenemos salvación. So there is no limit to what God will do for us. We just said beyond your wildest dreams. It, our part is to have the faith to believe it. Y no hay límite a lo que Dios pueda hacer. Acabamos de leer que dice que va más allá de nuestra imaginación. So there's two parts to faith. Hay dos partes para la fe. Oops, did I go the wrong way there? In Mark 11:22 it says this. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For a sure you want me to just do one sentence? You want to do the whole verse? Okay. <laughs> Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Y dice así, Jesús le dijo, tengan fe en Dios, porque de cierto les digo que cualquiera que diga este monte, quítate de ahí y échate en el mar, su orden se cumplirá, siempre y cuando no dude en su corazón, sino que crea que se cumplirá. Por tanto, les digo, todo lo que pidan en oración, crean que lo recibirán y se les concederá. En uh, 2008, we had a house in Colorado Springs that we needed to sell. En el 2008, cuando cayó el mercado de bienes y raíces, nosotros teníamos una casa en Colorado Springs que queríamos vender. It was actually a house on a mountaintop. Era una casa arriba de una montaña. It was a beautiful place. Un lugar muy hermoso. But we had moved back to Nebraska because we had a grand, uh, our daughter was having grandbabies and we didn't want to be away from the grandbabies. Pero nos habíamos mudado a Nebraska porque allá mi hija ya estaba teniendo sus bebés y no queríamos estar lejos de los nietos. So this house had sat empty, it was on the market for nine months. Esta casa estuvo vacía en, a la venta por nueve meses. We were still making payments on it. <laughs> Aún estábamos dando abonos. So we needed it to sell. Así que necesitábamos venderla. So we had read this verse that if you speak to the mountain, you can speak to it and it'll move. Y leímos este verso, que si le hablaras a la montaña y le dices que se echara al mar, que se iba a mover. So we took a trip to Colorado specifically to speak to that house. 
específicamente hicimos un viaje especial para hablarle a la casa. We walked around the house seven times. Caminamos alrededor de la casa the siete veces. Thought we were a little crazy. Los vecinos <laughs> pensaban que estábamos un poco locos. <laughs> But we walked around seven times and then we spoke to the house, you are sold in Jesus' name. Le dimos siete vueltas a la casa y la declaramos, estás vendida en el nombre de Jesús. Then we got in the car and drove back to Nebraska. Nos montamos al carro y regresamos a Nebraska. Thanking God that the house was sold. Dándole gracias a Dios por la venta de la casa. So a few days later I was in my office praying in the spirit. Unos días después estaba yo en mi oficina orando en el espíritu. And I heard the Lord speak to me. The house will sell in seven days. Yo escuché que Dios me dijo, esa casa se venderá en siete días. And he said write it down. Y dijo, anótalo. And I wrote down the house will sell. And then I stopped. La casa se venderá y me detuve. And I'm thinking about it. And he said, write down in seven days. Y me detuve y me quedé pensando y me dijo, escribe siete días. So I finished the sentence. The house will sell in seven days. Terminé el enunciado. La casa se venderá en siete días. When you put a time limit on God, it makes you nervous, doesn't it? Cuando le pones un tiempo a un plazo a Dios, como que te pones nervioso. So, um, a couple days later, I got a call from the real estate agent. Unos días después, me habló la gente de bienes raíces. We have a cash offer. Tenemos una oferta. And they want to close on Friday. Para comprarla en efectivo. And it was for full price. El viernes al precio del mercado. We didn't lose any money on that house, even though that was when the real estate market was dropping. No perdimos ni un centavo, aunque el mercado ya había cambiado. Oh, God is good. Dios es bueno. <laughs> so, so the two parts to faith is we is believing it and then speaking out. Las dos partes de la fe es creerla. Y declararla. Faith is the inward conviction uh, with the outward expression or outward confession. La fe es una convicción interna con una confesión externa. An inward conviction that we know the word of truth. This sh the, the word is truth. This shouldn't be that difficult for us, should it? La convicción que sabemos que la palabra es verdad. No debería de ser algo muy complicado, ¿verdad? But you know, you've probably heard of the saying that faith is the currency of heaven. Pero quizás tú has Anybody escuchado heard that? Faith que, is the currency. que la fe es el tipo de cambio que se maneja en el cielo. So I was writing that in my notes the other day, and I wrote faith is the current, and then the Holy Spirit stopped me and said, that's right, faith is the current. Entonces estaba yo escribiendo esa frase, la fe es la moneda, pero... Estaba yo eh, deteniéndome a media palabra. La fe es la que mueve y dice el Espíritu Santo, sí, la fe es la que me mueve. So faith is the current. Where do we see that in the Bible? In Mark 5, 27 to 32. Y vayamos a Marcos 5, 27 al 32. The woman with the issue of blood. Aquella mujer que tenía flujo de sangre. And I'm not going to read the whole story, but she says, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. 
no vamos a leer toda la historia, pero si recuerdan, ella dijo, si tan solo tocar el borde de su manto, yo seré sana. She goes through the crowd, probably on her hands and knees, having to get to him through the crowd. Ella fue en contra de la multitud, quizás a gatas, para poder llegar hasta donde And when she touches him, she feels that she is healed in her body, that the, the affliction has been dried up. Y cuando ella lo toca, ella siente que su cuerpo ha sido sanado y su aflicción ha sido quitada. And it says in verse 30, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out from him. Y en el verso 30, Jesús se detuvo inmediatamente sabiendo que el poder había fluido de él. And he says to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Y dijo, hija, Her faith created a current to bring the power of God to herself. Su fe había causado ese mover de Dios hacia ella. Everything that we need from the word of God, from the promises of God, when our faith creates a current, is bringing it from the word into our life. Y todo lo que necesitamos de parte de Dios se requiere de nuestra fe, porque nuestra fe es la que lo mueve hacia nosotros. So let's talk about um, hope versus faith. Hablemos de la esperanza versus la fe. You know, the Bible never tells us to hope in the Lord or to hope, uh, to pray in hope. La Biblia no nos dice que tengamos la esperanza en el Señor o que tengamos la esperanza de creer. Hope and faith are two different things. Sino que la esperanza y la fe son dos cosas distintas. If you're hoping for something, you don't have it yet. Si tú estás esperando algo, es porque aún no lo obtienes. So I was hoping for a cup of tea tonight. Esta noche yo esperaba una tacita de té. And so if I'm just hoping for it, I'm hoping someone will bring it to me. Y si That's hope, it's future. Y si estoy esperando, es que espero que alguien quizás me traiga una taza de té, ¿verdad? Es a futuro. But if I have it here, it's already sitting there. Pero si la tengo aquí delante de mí. That's now. Es el ahora. And the word says that hope is now. Y la palabra de Dios dice que la fe es ahora. It's hope is the substance of things hoped for. Que la fe es la sustancia de lo que esperas. In Hebrews 11:1, hope is the substance of things hoped for. Y la fe es la sustancia. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Let me go back. Mm -hmm. You're correct. Thank you. Faith, I thought that sounded like my, what is, what's wrong with what I'm just saying here? That doesn't quite sound right. Faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. La fe es la sustancia de lo que espero tener, la evidencia de lo que aún no tengo. You know, that's something to really meditate on. Y es algo de lo que tenemos que meditar. Faith is the substance. La fe es la sustancia of the thing that we've been hoping for. Para aquello que hemos estado esperando. And it's the evidence of the things not seen. Y es la evidencia de lo que aún no vemos. Hope brings, faith brings it into the reality that is mine now. Y la fe trae nuestra esperanza a la realidad de que es algo que puedes obtener ya. This is how it says it in the Passion Translation. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. 
Y en la traducción de la pasión dice que la fe trae nuestras esperanzas a la realidad y eso es el fundamento de lo que, que necesitamos para adquirir las cosas que anhelamos. It's all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Es toda la evidencia requerida para probar las cosas que aún no podemos ver. Faith says it's right here, right now. La fe dice que está aquí y aquí está. So hope is like the blueprint, like if you were designing a building and you had a building you wanted to build, you'd see a vision of it. La esperanza es como unos planos de construcción. Tienes la idea de algo que quieres construir y haces el diseño y los planos. So faith would be the actual building. Y la fe es el edificio ya construido. So if you were praying for healing and you came up to prayer on, um, on Sunday morning and we prayed for you and then after we prayed for you, we asked you, you know, are you healed? Así que si estás pidiendo sanidad, por ejemplo, vienes un domingo en la mañana y oramos por ti y te preguntamos, eh, ¿estás sana? And you said, well, I hope so. Well, I hope that, you know, I, I got to wait and see. Y dices, pues espero que sí, pues voy a ver, a ver cómo me siento. I have to be patient. Tengo que tener paciencia. <laughs> Then you did not pray in faith. Entonces no oraste en fe. Because faith is now. Porque la fe es el ahora. Faith is the substance of the thing that we're wanting. La fe es la sustancia de aquello que queremos obtener. God is spirit. Dios es espíritu. And so everything that we that comes from God is going to come in the spiritual realm first. Y todo lo que viene de Dios viene en el ámbito espiritual primero. And when you go to go from hope to faith, that's a decision that you make. Para moverte de la esperanza a la fe es una decisión que tienes que tomar. And you know, it's um, it's just like accepting Jesus Christ. You can hope to be saved, but once you've accepted Him, even though you don't see anything different, you know it's yours. That's now. Es como para la salvación. A veces esperas tener la salvación, pero cuando confiesas a Jesucristo, sabes que ya tienes la salvación. So the word says that when you accept Christ, you become a new creation. Y a veces, aunque no veamos, sabemos por fe que Él está en nosotros. Y la Biblia nos dice que somos una nueva criatura. Where we become new is in our spirit. Y donde somos renovados es en nuestro espíritu. Um, we, don't, we don't look any different on the outside, but inside our spirit is alive. Por fuera nos vemos igual, pero por dentro nuestro espíritu se vivifica. The only way that we can communicate with God is if our spirit's alive. Y la única forma en que nosotros podemos comunicarnos con Dios es si nuestro espíritu está vivo. So in Romans 8:6, it says, oops, I didn't give you the Spanish on that one. Okay. En um, Romanos 8:6 dice, did, let's go, go one more there. Okay. Romans 8:6 says, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Porque el ocuparse de la carne es muerte, pero el ocuparse del espíritu es vida y paz. And this is something that really made a huge difference for me. Y esto marcó una diferencia muy grande para mí. I thought that carnally minded meant that I was going out partying and drinking on the weekends and, and living like the world. 
Yo pensaba que andar carnalmente era ir de parranda y de fiesta cada fin de semana y andar involucrada en cosas del mundo. But what carnally means is that we're living in our five senses. Pero carnalmente quiere decir que estamos viviendo en nuestros cinco sentidos. We have a, uh, let's see, we can see, we can hear, we smell, we taste, and we touch. Podemos ver, escuchar, oler, tocar. So um, if, I don't know if they have skunks here. Do, are there skunks in Arizona? Hay zorrillos en Arizona. Okay. Okay. Well, we had lots of skunks in, in Nebraska. Allá en Nebraska había muchos zorrillos. And we could be laying in bed at night, and we would know there was a skunk outside, even though we didn't see it, we didn't touch it, we didn't hear it, and we didn't, we didn't uh, what was the other one? Feel it but we would smell it. It took one sense for us to know that absolutely, definitely, there was a skunk outside. En las noches, cuando estábamos acostados, sabíamos, podíamos saber que había un zorrillo afuera. No lo miramos, no lo palpamos, no lo oímos, pero lo podíamos oler. Y eso era una señal segura que había un zorrillo afuera. Or if there was an airplane flying over right now, we wouldn't have to see it or hear it or touch it or smell it. We, we would hear it. No, we would hear it. I got the wrong, wrong one. Anyway, so we would hear it. We would hear the airplane fly over. It would take one sense for us to know that there was an airplane flying over. Y lo mismo si un avión estuviera volando sobre nosotros, no necesariamente tenemos que verla. Con tan solo escucharla, sabemos que está pasando, el, que está pasando un avión. So because we are spiritual beings, we have a spirit, our spirit's been made new in Christ. Y porque somos seres espirituales y nuestro espíritu ha sido renovado en Cristo, we have a sixth sense in us that the world doesn't have. Tenemos un sexto sentido que el mundo no tiene. That sixth sense is faith. Y ese sexto sentido es fe. It says that to be spiritually minded is life and truth, life and peace. Y dice la palabra que ocuparse del espíritu es vida y paz. We only know God through the spirit. Solamente podemos conocer a Dios a través del Espíritu. And when we, when we use our sixth sense, our, spirit, our faith sense, then we can know God and know his promises to us. Y cuando usamos nuestra fe, el sentido de nuestra fe, podemos conocer las promesas que Dios tiene para nosotros. So that's why we can say we are healed when we see it in the word that it says that you are healed so we can know that we're healed now because we know it in our spirit por eso podemos declarar que somos sanos la palabra de dios dice que somos sanos y podemos creerlo en nuestro espíritu que somos sanos like speaking in tongues como el hablar en lenguas we know when we're speaking in the spirit that we are speaking the plans and purposes and mysteries of the kingdom Sabemos que al orar en lenguas estamos declarando los misterios y el plan del reino. It's faith in our spirit. Es la fe dentro de nuestro espíritu. We can't think logically about that. No podemos pensarlo lógicamente. So if you don't go from hope into faith, you're not going to see the substance manifest in, in the natural because you're not believing and receiving faith. Si no giras de la esperanza a la fe, entonces no vas a poder ver las cosas eh, naturalmente. When you have faith, it is as if you have the thing you're believing for and you speak as if you have it. 
si tienes fe, es como que si declararas algo que ya tuvieses. When, when you have faith, it's as if you have the thing you're believing for. Your language will change to the present tense. I have it now. Cuando tienes fe, es como si ya hubieses obtenido lo que estás creyendo y tu idioma cambia a, al verbo presente. La tengo ya. You know, it's really, it's easy to go from hope to faith. Es fácil girar de la esperanza a la fe. It really just takes a decision. Solo hay que tomar la decisión. So Abraham is a really great example of us of how he he learned by his heavenly father how to walk in faith. Y Abraham es muy buen ejemplo de la enseñanza de cómo andar en fe. So let's look at Romans 4, um, 17 to 22. En Romanos 4, del 17 al 22. There, go. Where am I supposed to shoot that thing at? There, okay. Um, and we'll just kind of go verse by verse and do the Spanish with it. Um, that is what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Como está escrito, te he puesto por padre de muchas naciones y lo he delante de Dios a quien creyó, el cual da vida a los muertos y llama las cosas que no existen como si existieran. So if you look at that, it says that God who brings the dead back to life and creates new things out of nothing. Si analizamos, dice que Dios crea cosas muertas, vivas de los muertos y crea cosas nuevas de la nada. He doesn't have to, God didn't have to see it first to create it. He created it out of nothing. Dios no tenía que verlo anticipadamente, simplemente lo creó de la nada. So just the same way, we, we don't have to see it if we're going to be like our father. We, we speak it, and then we're going to see it later. Y de la misma forma, si queremos ser como el padre, tenemos que declararlo, y después lo veremos. But we already have it. Pero lo tenemos ya. So, okay, so the next verse, 18. Um, Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. Y aunque no había razón para tener esperanza, Abraham siguió creyendo y con esperanza que él sería el padre de muchas naciones porque Dios se lo había dicho, así te será tu número de descendientes. And I'm going to read the 19 then too. And, Abraham, and Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about a hundred years old, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Además, su fe no flaqueó al considerar su cuerpo, que estaba ya como muerto, pues ya tenía casi 100 años, o la esterilidad de la matriz de Sara. So in the natural, we can think that there is no way what we're believing for it can happen. I mean, you can, maybe you're, you're needing a new job. And Así que en lo natural no hay razón por lo cual no vamos a recibir lo que estamos esperando. Digamos, por ejemplo, que necesitas un nuevo empleo. And you can't see a way that's going to happen. Y dices, no hay forma de que yo pueda obtener este empleo. It's like Abraham, he was way beyond that. Abraham said he had no reason to hope, but he kept hoping anyway. 
he would be, that he would become the father of many nations. Why did he, why did he hope for that? Y, y Abraham está en una situación mucho peor que esa. ¿Por qué? Porque ya estaba muy grande de edad y él no había motivo. No había algo real y tangente que le dijera, tienes que creerlo. Mas sin embargo, él lo creía. ¿Por qué? Because God had said, that's how many descendants you'll have. Porque Dios le dijo, así será tu descendencia. When God says it, he never changes his mind. Y cuando Dios dice algo, él no cambia de opinión. And God even took him outside and showed him the sky and said, look how many stars are in the sky. That's how many kids you're going to have. Y Dios lo llevó afuera, le enseñó el cielo y cuenta las estrellas del cielo. Así será el número de tus hijos. So every night, Abraham could see, wow, those are all my kids. Y cada noche, Abraham podría decir, esos son todos mis hijos. So even though he, so he did not consider the natural. He did not consider how old he was and how dead Sarah's womb was. <laughs> Así que él pasó por alto lo natural. Él no pensó en su edad ni pensó que la matriz de Sara ya no funcionaba. That's the same thing we've got to do. We can't consider what we're seeing with our five senses. Y es lo mismo que tenemos que hacer nosotros. No considerar las circunstancias con nuestros cinco sentidos. So it goes on in verse 20 then and says, um, And Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Tampoco dudó por incredulidad de la promesa de Dios, sino que se fortaleció en la fe y dio gloria a Dios, plenamente convencido de que Dios era también poderoso para hacer todo lo que le había prometido. Y fue, Abraham fue contado por justo. It says that his faith never wavered in believing God's promise. In, in fact, it grew stronger. Su fe nunca se debilitó. Al contrario, se fortaleció. So, and the same with us. In, like Abraham had a, an imagination. He could see in the sky, <clears throat> excuse me, how many kids he was going to have. But we have, can do the same thing, believing God and then picturing in our mind what that's going to look like when we see that manifest in our life. Y Abraham, como él tenía esa imagen de las estrellas en el cielo y podía ver y, y, y palpar que esos iban a ser sus hijos, de la misma forma nosotros podemos hacernos esa, esa fe eh, y esa idea de que Dios va, va a contestar esa promesa. And you see also that when Abraham believed and he had faith, that gave God glory. También vemos que cuando Abraham creyó y tuvo fe, eso glorificó a Dios. Have I told you before what the what glory means? What that word glory means? Les he dicho lo que significa la palabra gloria. We use it all the time, but don't really understand the meaning sometimes. La, la usamos todo el tiempo, pero no entendemos lo que significa. Glory is the reality and character of God. La gloria es la realidad y el carácter de Dios. So when we're showing off God's glory, we're Así showing que. off the character and the reality of God to people. Así que cuando estamos mostrando la gloria de Dios, estamos mostrando el carácter y la realidad de Dios. So when you tell people stories about how God's been faithful to you, Así you are showing tú, his glory. Cuando tú estás platicándole a la gente de las cosas hermosas que Dios ha hecho por ti, tú les estás enseñando su gloria, su carácter y su realidad. 
So verse 21 says he was fully convinced that God was able to do whatever he promised. El verso 21 dice plenamente convencido de que Dios haría también todo lo que prometió. So faith again like I said is an interaction between us and God. He has the promises, he has the gifts for us. He has everything by grace and we just receive it by faith. Y la fe es una interacción que tenemos con Dios. A través de su gracia, Él tiene todos los regalos y tiene todos los dones que nos quiere dar. Y a través de la fe, nosotros podemos adquirirlos y alcanzarlos. So, actually, God demonstrated to Abraham what it's like to speak the word before you see it. Y Dios le enseñó a Abraham cómo declarar las cosas antes de verlas. Because God said, I have made you a father of many nations. Porque Dios le dijo, te he hecho padre de muchas naciones. Even though it wasn't, it wasn't manifested yet. Aunque aún no se había manifestado. And he started calling him Abraham, which meant father of many nations, before he had one child. Y empezó a llamarlo Abraham, que significa padre de muchas naciones, y aún antes de que había tenido su primer hijo. So faith called an old man with no kids the father of many nations. La fe llamó a un hombre anciano sin hijos el padre de muchas naciones. So the way that we uh, can have faith is we have to know what God's will is. La forma en que nosotros podemos tener fe es cuando conocemos la voluntad de Dios. The key to knowing God's will is to find a promise and then stand on it. Y la clave de conocer la voluntad de Dios es encontrar una promesa y sostenerse firme en ella. So I have a gift for you tonight. I have a, on my website, I have 70 promises for an abundant life. And there's promises for, for health, for prosperity, for safety, protection, all kinds of things. And if you would like to have that, you can download it on wendyleekramer.com forward slash 70. En mi portal, yo tengo una lista de, de 70 promesas de abundancia, de salud, de bienestar. Y puedes ir al portal y imprimirla desde allí. Porque si no conoces la voluntad de Dios, ¿cómo sabes lo que puedes reclamar? So, uh, if you know that it's God's will that you're healed, then you can say, I am healed and I am healed now. Y si tú sabes que es la voluntad de Dios que tú estés sano, entonces puedes decir, soy sano y soy sano ya. When you know it's God's will for uh, provision for you, cuando tú sabes que la voluntad de Dios es proveerte, then you can say, my God supplies all my needs before I see it in the bank account. Puedes decir, Dios suple todas mis necesidades antes de ver el depósito en el, en el banco. We speak God's promises in order to see them in our lives. Declaramos las promesas de Dios para poder verlas manifestadas en nuestra vida. Really, if God can call, call an old man with no children a father of many nations, then you can call yourself healed, blessed, prosperous, and victorious. <laughs> si Dios puede llamarle a un anciano sin hijos al padre de muchas naciones, entonces tú puedes declararte a ti mismo sano, bendecido, prosperado, y victorioso. So, um... But then you don't want to nullify your prayers by what you say after your prayer. Entonces, no quieres hacer tus oraciones nulas al declarar algo opuesto cuando termines de orar. 
make sure that the words coming out of your mouth are lining up with what you're believing. Asegúrate que lo que tú estás declarando con tus labios se esté alineado con lo que tú estás creyendo en tu corazón. So that gets just to the point of is it are we believing it just in our head or are we believing it in our heart? Así que tienes que analizarte y decidir si lo estás creyendo solo en tu mente o en tu corazón. We cannot just have head knowledge of the gospel and of the word of God. We have to have it in our heart. No es suficiente tener el conocimiento del evangelio, el conocimiento de la palabra. También tenemos que tenerlo en nuestro corazón. If we go back to uh, Romans 10.10, to our formula for receiving everything, it says, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. Si recuerdan nuestra fórmula, está en Romanos 10.10, dice, porque con el corazón se cree para alcanzar justicia. And with the mouth confession is made for salvation. Pero con la boca se confiesa para alcanzar la salvación. So it has to be in the heart. Tiene que estar en el corazón. So it's not enough to have intellectual knowledge of the word of God. No es suficiente que tengamos el conocimiento intelectual de la palabra de Dios. You know, I, I know people that have told me, yes, I know that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. Hay gente que me ha dicho, yo sé que Jesús murió y resucitó. And the word says, even the demons know that. Y la palabra de Dios dice, y aún los demonios saben eso. That doesn't mean they're saved. Y no quiere decir que sean salvos. It's got to be the word in your heart Porque that saves you. Porque tiene que ser la palabra en tu corazón mm -hmm. la que te salga. So let's look at an example. This is kind of a funny example, I think, of um, head faith instead of heart faith. This is in um, Acts 19. En Hechos 19 tenemos un ejemplo de lo que es la, la fe en la mente. Acts 19, 13 to 15. Del 13 al 15. Whoops, and that kind of ran together. But anyway, it says, um, I'll read it here. Now there were seven itinerant Jewish, Jewish exorcists, the sons of Sevilla, the high priest, who took it upon themselves to use the name and authority of Jesus over those who were demonized. They would say, we cast you out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. One day when they said those words, the demon in the man replied, I know about Jesus and I recognize Paul, but who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. And that's, go ahead. Andaban por allí algunos judíos exorcistas que intentaban invocar el nombre del Señor Jesús sobre los que tenían espíritus malignos. Les decían, en el nombre de Jesús a quien Pablo predica, les ordenamos salir. Los, los que hacían esto eran los siete hijos de un judío llamado Ezeba que era jefe de los sacerdotes, pero el espíritu maligno le respondió, yo sé quién es Jesús y sé también quién es Pablo, pero ustedes quiénes son. So we can't just know it in our head and be, have any authority. No esperamos nada más tener conocimiento en nuestra mente y tener autoridad. So how do we know if it's just in our head or if we really are getting the word in our heart? Así que, ¿cómo sabemos si es algo que tenemos en nuestra mente o de verdad la palabra está depositada en nuestro corazón? Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. La palabra de Dios es viva y eficaz y más cortante que la espada de dos filos, pues penetra hasta partir del alma y el espíritu, las coyunturas y los tuétanos y disciernen los pensamientos y las intenciones del corazón. So spending time in the word 
is going to the word is going to show what what your heart is thinking. Así que cuando tú inviertes tiempo en la palabra, la palabra saca a luz lo que tu corazón está sintiendo. You know what I want to tell you before we move on of that two-edged sword. Antes de seguir adelante, quiero mencionarles la espada de dos filos. In another translation, it says a two-mouthed sword. En otra traducción dice es una boca de dos lados. You know what the two mouths are? ¿Saben qué significa eso? God's mouth, he spoke it first. Es la palabra de Dios porque él habló. And then our mouths, we speak it out. Y luego nuestra boca porque nosotros la hablamos. That makes the word of God a two-edged sword. Y eso hace cool? que, que yeah. la palabra de Dios sea como una espada de dos filos. Yes. So spending time in the word you're going to you're going to you're going to know if it's just are you just thinking it in your head the word, the word is a discerner of the heart. Y cuando tú estás estudiando la palabra allí vas a conocer si nada más estás meditándola en tu mente o si de verdad está depositada en tu corazón. You have to slow down and do your homework in the word. Cuando estás estudiando, tienes que ir lentamente y analizar y hacer bien tu tarea. Look at the word of God and find the scripture that you need to build up your faith. Mira en la palabra de Dios y encuentra la escritura que te va a ayudar a edificar tu fe. You have to allow the word to work in your heart until it becomes real. Tienes que permitir que la palabra de Dios se mueva en tu corazón y se haga real. Uh, you know, one of the things I've, uh, is important is that we don't wait until the last minute when we're desperate for the word to una, start getting it in our heart. Una de las cosas que son importantes es de que no vayas a la carrera esperando hasta el último instante para que la palabra procese, sea procesada en tu corazón. I'll put a plug in for Healing University. Aquí voy a introducirles <laughs> un poquito de la Universidad de Sanidad. We're learning to apply God's word for healing in our lives. Estamos aprendiendo a aplicar la palabra de Dios para sanidad en nuestras vidas. And it's better to learn it before you need it. Y es mejor conocer cómo aplicarla antes de que la necesites. Than to be scurrying through the book trying to find a scripture. Where was that scripture on healing? De, when you need it most. De ir apresuradamente a buscar la escritura cuando tú te encuentras enfermo. ¿Dónde está? ¿Dónde está? We heard a story uh, each week at Healing University, which is on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Escuchamos una historia. Cada semana tenemos la Universidad de Sanidad todos los domingos a las 6. We always have a healing story. Y escuchamos un testimonio de sanidad. And this last week was a story about Scott Peterson, who was crushed between two cars in a car accident in a snowstorm. Y la semana pasada escuchamos la historia de Scott Peterson que fue este, atorado, estaba atorado entre dos autos cuando chocó en medio de una tormenta. And, but fortunately, he and his wife had been studying the word of God. They were partners with Andrew Womack Ministries and knew about healing. Afortunadamente, él y su esposa habían estado estudiando con Andrew Womack y ya estaban capacitados y sabían lo que era orar por sanidad. And so they were able to apply the word of God in a situation where they said was no hope for him to survive. Y pudieron aplicar la palabra de Dios en una situación donde no había esperanza de que él sobreviviera. They stood in faith. It took some time, but it, there was a miraculous turnaround in his health. Se pararon en fe, aunque tardó un tiempo, 
fue, hubo un milagro grandioso en su vida. So it's so important that we have that word in our hearts before we need it. Es muy importante que tengamos la palabra en nuestro corazón antes de que la necesitemos. So take the time, don't just rush into it to find to pray, but find a word from the Holy Spirit. Find a word that will work for your situation that burns in your heart. Isn't just something you read on paper. Así que tómate el tiempo, estudia la palabra, analiza la palabra, conserva la palabra, que no sea una escritura que tú estás buscando arrebatadamente, pero es una escritura que se funde en, nuestro, en tu corazón. For example, we all know the word, by his stripes we're healed. Porque todos, por ejemplo, conocemos la palabra, que somos sanas por sus llagas. But sometimes when it's so common, we miss the power of it. Pero cuando es una escritura que conocemos tan comúnmente, perdemos el poder que hay en ella. Uh, Greg Fritz says uh, in his uh, teaching on understanding faith, he says, you may have a thousand verses in your head and be a th theologian, but you can have one verse in your heart and be victorious. El pastor Greg Fritz dijo, puedes tener mil versos en tu mente y ser un gran teólogo, pero puedes tener un verso en tu corazón y ser victorioso. This happened for me uh, when my daughter, I had a, a daughter who was bipolar. Yo tengo una hija que era bipolar. And in her 20s, she was in and out of mental hospitals for about five years. En sus 20, 25 años, ella tenía que estar internada en un hospital psiquiátrico. Salía y entraba, salía y entraba por cinco años. She was told, we were told by one uh, institute she was in that she had white spots on her brain and I might as well resign myself to the fact she would be institutionalized forever. Una, una institución nos dijo que tenía manchas blancas en su cerebro y que más bien me hiciera la idea de que iba a estar internada para siempre. But the word of God rose up in me in Psalms 40. Pero la palabra de Dios al, se salió dentro de mí en Salmo 40. And it says, I waited for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. And he brought her up out of the pit of destruction and set her feet on the rock and made her footsteps firm. Put a new song in her mouth, a song of praise to our God, and many will see it and hear it and trust in him because of it. Y puso un canto nuevo en sus labios y muchos lo verán. The word is so powerful. La palabra de Dios es tan poderosa. And you know, she, as a long story short, she completely recovered. Y en breve, ella se recuperó completamente. She is a beautiful mom with three kids today. Es una bella mamá con tres hijos. Uh, she's actually one of the executives at Compassion International Ministries. Es una de las ejecutivas de los ministerios Compasión Internacionales. Y no, de verla, no te imaginarías que ella pasó por algo así yes. cuando Praise tenía 20 años. Sí, gloria That's a Dios awesome. por eso. You know, God's word is alive. La palabra It's de living. Dios está viva. And it does not fail us. Y no nos falla. So we have to have his word, get a word that is burning in you that you can stand on. Así que te invito a que encuentres esa palabra que se funda dentro de ti y tú te paras firme sobre ella. Proverbs 4:20 and 21 says, "My child, pay attention. Yeah. My child, pay attention to what I say. 
listen carefully. Is that a different translation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen carefully. I'll read it out of this one. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Proverbios 4, 20 y 21 dice, Hijo mío, presta atención a mis palabras. Inclina tu oído para escuchar mis razones. No las pierdas de vista. Guárdalas en lo más profundo de tu corazón. If God's word is going to change your life, you have to do something to cooperate with the word. Si la palabra de Dios va a cambiar tu vida, tú tienes que hacer algo y para cooperar con la palabra. You're not going to see it on the in, on the outside until you have it in your heart. Porque porque no vas a ver que se manifieste afuera si no la tienes en tu corazón. You know, going to church is not like a car mechanic. Ir you, a la iglesia no es como ir al mecánico. You can't take your car in you can take your car into a mechanic and just give him your car and say, "Hey, fix this for me and I'll be back in a couple of days and pick it up." Cuando vas al mecánico, le dejas tu auto y le dices, arréglalo y vengo en un par de días a recogerlo. But you can't come to church and tell pastor, you know, hey, fix me, <laughs> and, and just go on, you know, your merry way. Pero no puedes venir a la iglesia y decirle al pastor, pastor, arréglame y tú seguir como siempre. <laughs> que se repita. <laughs> so you've got, we've got to work at the word, get the word working in our heart by meditating on it so it penetrates deep into our spirit. Tenemos que activar la palabra en nuestro corazón mm -hmm. al meditar en ella y que se profundice en nuestro ser. So this is something we have to do on purpose. We can't just come to church on Sunday morning and expect to have heart faith the rest of the week. Tenemos que tener que la intención de hacerlo y hacerlo intencionalmente, no más decir el domingo voy y esperar que el rato que estés aquí ya este, pase lo que tenga que pasar. We have to on purpose be getting the word in all the time. Sino que a propósito alimentarnos con la palabra. Especially today in our this society, I mean we have got to stay in the word. Especialmente hoy en día tenemos que estar firmes en la palabra. You know, a couple of ways to do that. Um, Pastor Kara was telling me about this app called Abide that we were talking about it in Bloom one time that um, uh, what you think about as you go to sleep is so important. Eh, por ejemplo, una de las cosas que puedes hacer, estábamos hablando la pastora Kara y yo otro, el otro día en el estudio de mujeres, y me recomendó una aplicación que se llama Abide y esas son escrituras que tú puedes meditar en ellas al acostarte o cuando te estás durmiendo. Porque es muy importante lo que estás metiendo a tu mente. I also have a CD of healing scriptures set to music that I'll put under my pillow at night so I'm listening to healing scriptures as I sleep. Otra cosa que hago es que pongo escrituras de sanidad este, con una musiquita de fondo. Esa la pongo bajo mi almohada para yo meditar en ellas conforme me, me vaya a dormir. You don't have to study ahead of time to take your car to a mechanic, but you do have to study if you want the word deep in your heart. No necesitas estudiar para llevar tu carro al mecánico, pero sí tienes que estudiar la palabra. You know, we don't earn answers to our prayers. It's not on how much we, we give, how much we go to church, any of that. It's what faith is in your heart. No hay cosa que podamos hacer para merecer que Dios conteste la oración. Um, you know, when you get a word in your heart, it will come alive. Has anyone ever had that experience where you've gotten a word and it's like all of a sudden it just bursts forth in you and you just like, wow, that is mine. 
Algunos de ustedes han escuchado un verso, una palabra y se, se vivifica en tu corazón, te llena de energía y te impulsa. You know, this, uh, this happened to me. We were leading a small group back in our church in Nebraska on 50 days of prosperity. Estábamos en un grupo este, como líderes y estábamos hablando de 50 días de prosperidad allá en Nebraska. And it was, um, a, it was a uh, class from uh, Gloria Copeland and Pastor George Pearson. Era una clase, un material de Gloria Copeland y George Pearson. And so we had been meeting every Sunday night for almost a year. Y nos reuníamos los domingos por la tarde por casi un año. Really growing in our understanding that prosperity and God's blessings were ours. Entendiendo y creciendo eh, con, con la escritura y las promesas de la prosperidad que son para nosotros de parte de Dios. And there, the church was having a trip to Israel that they were planning. Y la iglesia estaba planeando un viaje a Israel. And so we challenged the whole group and to let's all believe God for the trip to Israel. Y entonces desafiamos al grupo, dijimos, vamos a creer todos nosotros para ir al, al viaje de Israel. And um, so we didn't tell the group, but we could not afford the trip to Israel. No les dijimos al grupo, pero nosotros no podíamos costear ese viaje. At that time, we were really struggling financially. En ese tiempo, estábamos batallando económicamente. But we're leading the group and we're saying we're going to all believe for this trip to Israel. Pero éramos líderes de un grupo y les estábamos diciendo, vamos a creerle a Dios para poder ir a este viaje a Israel. And I can still almost remember where I was. I was driving my car, I was praising God, I was thinking about the word. Y yo recuerdo que iba manejando en mi carro y estaba alabando a Dios y estaba meditando en la palabra. And it's like it sunk in my heart. Yes, God is giving us this trip to Israel. Y percibí en mi corazón, sí, Dios va a llevarnos a Israel. God supplies all our needs. Dios suple todas nuestras necesidades. And he gives us the desires of our hearts. Y nos da el anhelo de nuestro corazón. I had absolutely no clue in the world how this was going to happen. It was $7,500 for the trip. Yo no sabía ni de dónde ni cómo, pero era $7,500 por ese viaje. But I went home and I told Don, we're going to Israel. Llegué a la casa y le dije a Don, vamos a ir a Israel. We started speaking it that we already had it. Y empezamos a declarar que ya lo teníamos. That's what we have to do. It can't just be in our head like we're trying to figure out how it's going to happen. Y es lo que tenemos que hacer. No podemos dejar que se quede aquí en la mente tratando de maquinar cómo lo vamos a solucionar. But we're just believing that we have it. Pero creyendo, creyendo que ya lo tenemos. That's faith is the substance. Porque right? la fe es la sustancia, ¿sí? It's faith is now. Porque la fe es el ahora. Well, it happened. Someone just donated $7,500 for our trip. Y así fue. Alguien nos dio la donación para irnos a ese viaje. We didn't have to know how it was going to happen, but we knew it was going to. No teníamos los detalles, ni teníamos que saber los detalles, simplemente sabíamos que iba a pasar. Like we said, there, there's lots of ways that, that you, you have to get it on the inside of you before you're going to get it out of you. Sí, tienes que creerlo dentro de ti para poder sacarlo de adentro. So, um, you know, and there's lots of ways that people received in the New Testament. It wasn't just one specific way. Hay muchas formas. Eh, nos enseña en el Nuevo Testamento no solamente es una forma específica like the woman with the issue of blood 
como la mujer que tenía el flujo de sangre she spoke it and said if i touch the hem of his garment i will be healed ella lo declaró, si tan solo tocar el borde de su manto seré sana. So she touched his garment. Y tocó su manto. Now Jesus didn't say, okay, everybody who wants to be healed, come and touch my robe. Jesús no dijo, si tú quieres ser sano, ven y toca mi, mi vestido. Their face showed up in some different ways. ¿Por qué? Porque la fe se manifiesta en diferentes like maneras. Like Jairus. Es en español que tú dices, Jairo. Okay, we use that one. <laughs> but um, he um, he asked God, asked Jesus to come lay hands on his daughter for healing. The centurion said, you just need to speak the word and my servant will be healed. El centurion le dijo, con tan solo que, que tú declaras la palabra, mi siervo será sano. And even in Mark 4 that we looked at at the beginning, it said that um, you can speak to the mountain, like we were speaking to the mountain for como, it to be done. Y como leímos en Marcos hace rato, háblale a la montaña. You'll have what you say. Y vas a obtener lo que tú dices. Or it says also in that same verse, whatever things you ask when you pray, también, believe, believe that you'll receive them and they are yours. También nos dice en ese mismo versículo, cualquier deseo que tú pidas lo recibirás. So just okay. to wrap things up, and I know we're a little bit early here, but better early than late, right? <laughs> I was trying to not go over tonight. But, um, you know, I just want to encourage you to, to get the word that you need for your situation. Solo quiero motivarte que tú busques la palabra que necesites para tu circunstancia. Whatever the, the situation in your life is, uh, there is a word for it because God's promised for every situation. Yo sé que hay una escritura para tu situación, porque esa es la promesa de Dios. La palabra es, es para toda nuestra vida, para cualquier situación. And I'm not going to have you pray in faith tonight for this, because I really want you to spend time looking for the word that you're going to claim for the situation you have, or the challenge or need you have in your life. Y esta noche yo no voy a decir que oremos para tu fe. Simplemente te, te, te invito a que... Lentamente escudiñes la palabra y lo estudies y encuentres ese verso que habla a la circunstancia que tú estés pasando. And then examine your heart. Are you believing that in faith? Are you believing it in your heart? Or you just know it in your head? Y examina tu corazón. ¿Estás creyendo mm -hmm. la palabra con todo tu corazón o solamente la tienes en tu mente? You know, ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Pídele al Espíritu Santo que te muestre. The Holy Spirit loves to reveal things to us. El Espíritu Santo le encanta revelarnos cosas. And then when you find that word that you're claiming, then confess that this is mine now. Y cuando encuentres esa escritura, puedes reclamarla y confesarla. Esta es mi escritura para mí hoy. And then thank God for it. Y agradecerle a Dios por ello. Because as we said, faith is now. Porque como dijimos, la fe es ahora. As faith is the substance of the things we've hoped for. Porque la fe es la sustancia de lo que esperamos. And I love this word um, at the, the end of Matthew 20, uh, Mark 24, uh, 11:24. Me encanta la palabra al final en Marcos 11:24. And I just want to, this is the one that just really burned in me this week that I've just been meditating on and actually waking up during the night thinking. Y esta es una palabra que ha estado en mi corazón toda esta semana y de hecho a medianoche me despierto meditando en ella. It says this. 
whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Dice, cualquier cosa que tú pidas en oración, cree que lo recibirás y, y las tendrás. Mm -hmm. And I want to, one last verse I want to give to you and then we'll pray. Y el um, último verso que les quiero compartir. This is another one that I encourage you to look this up. I don't have my phone with me or I would read it off there, but I think I can quote it. Um, it's first, uh, first John 5, 14 and 15. Primera de Juan 5, 14 y 15. But read it in the amplified version. Búsquenlo en la versión amplificada. And let me try to quote it to you because I learned it because I, it was so powerful to me. And this is the confidence that we have in him. Y esa es la confianza que tenemos en él. That if we ask anything. Que cualquier cosa que pidiéramos. Make any request. Cualquier petición. According to his will. De acuerdo a su voluntad. Which we know the whole word is. That he listens to and hears us. Que él nos escucha y nos oye. And if we positively know that si, he listens to us y si la que él nos oye, in whatever we ask, en todo lo que pidamos, we know, sabemos, we know in sabemos our hearts en that we have granted to us que nos es dado, as our present possession como nuestra posesión presente, the requests we made of him. La petición que hemos dado. Think of all of the positives that verse had in it. And absolutely, positively. Y piense en todas las declaraciones positivas que tiene este versículo. We can trust God for whatever we need and believe and have faith in our heart to receive it. Podemos confiar en Dios para cualquier necesidad que tengamos mm. creyendo que Él ya la suplió. Amen. Let's stand Amen. up and Pongámonos thank Him de for that. Y démosle mm. gracias por eso. Thank you, Lord. Gracias, Señor. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you tonight that your word is true. Señor, te damos gracias esta noche que tu palabra es verdadera. And it never, ever fails. Y nunca falla. Mm -hmm. Lord, we ask that you would give us revelation te of your word. Que nos des revelación de tu palabra. That we would have faith that builds up in us like Abraham. Que tengamos fe que se mueva desde nuestro interior, así como la de fe de Abraham. That even though he looked at himself, a pesar de que él se miraba a sí mismo, he ignored that part, hizo caso omiso de eso, and he only listened to your word. Y solo escuchó tu palabra. Lord, help us to do that as well. Señor, ayúdanos a hacer that, así. But we would live by faith. Que podamos vivir por fe. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.